There ain't no way I'm playing Patience, man. I can't whistle. When's the last time you got requested to play Patience? Uh, probably two shows ago. Really? Yeah. What'd you say? I just say no because people fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good song for chilling at home. Bad song for rocking out with a bunch of people. Man, only hits, man. Only, only things we don't get the hits, man. Only things that get the shirts ripped off and thrown yes, on stage. That's what I'm talking with about. that, welcome to our oh, are we on? podcast slash show. You guys got to tell me when we're on the air. I like doing it just to surprise you. That's where I we get most of do. our best stuff. Is yeah. We should just turn the mic on and as long as we got the uh, edit button. Button going. I think Allegedly. we can do whatever we want. That's what this show's about. Dark side of the stream. Dark side of the stream. We're back. Third episode. Hopefully you at home listened to this documentary or watched it because there's a lot of spoilers. Yeah, we're going to talk because a lot the, about the it. The story is so amazing that if you... Uh, I hope you watched it. Just like what we do with Rip It Apart Wednesday, we take turns picking, and this was uh, Jay's selection. This is my the, pick of a documentary. The 2012 right? British, Swedish, Finnish documentary oh are we taking searching turns on for this? sugar man yeah you're next yeah, but i know that yeah, yeah you bet yeah, well, you got you got an hour to sit here and talk but week. at the same time think about it's, what you want us to watch next i didn't know that i was supposed okay. to prepare well, like i'm that. sure you've seen a documentary that you we'll want us to watch give you oh, a gosh, i don't know <laughs> don't don't <laughs> yeah just think yet. about that while we talk We're about, talking about searching for sugar man okay. it's an amazing feel-good documentary uh music documentary right usually i watch the dark stuff but this one i was like I'm stumbling I need to change. <laughs> I, first of all, I go harvesting through the documentary sections of all the streaming services. I harvesting. Go, I go, I, uh, what's this? What's this? And I go, hmm. Harvest. I, I don't know what this is. I'm going to click it. I click it. <laughs> this one sucks me in, and it's just amazing. And the ending is it's incredible. It's a great It's incredible. a great story. It's a great story, especially all of us in this room have been in a band. All of us, <laughs> you laughed. Joe. You were in a band. Joe was in a band. You were in a band. I was in a band, yes. And the, arguably, that's why we're here today is because secretly deep down, I think we all wanted to be in a band and we wanted to make money making music, Joe, right? Joe. I always tell people I'm the only person here that wanted to be a DJ. I am not the I'm not yeah, the, but, I'm not the failed rock star. So you wanted to be a DJ, a but you ended up being in a band instead. My mediocre dream was Joe, this. Uh. Joe, <laughs> Joe, for the record, Joe played bass in a Smash Mouth tribute band. No, no, that wasn't me. <laughs> All that day was, I dreamed no, about no, Smash Mouth. That, that wasn't, wasn't even me. the band. But I was a narc. They wouldn't let me in a band. <laughs> <laughs> they looked at him. and He's like, "Them's the cops. Out of here, yeah. bud." So, you know, back to what I was saying, the the idea that we could relate with this guy, you know, he, he put out a record, did some shows, and then just disappeared. Yeah, well, he was supposed to be like the next Bob Dylan or That's whatever. what they said, and but there just, were, I mean, at that time period, everyone was supposed and, to be the next when, Bob Dylan. When, but when did he come out? Was it the 60s or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Late yeah. 70s. So, yeah. Yeah, or early 70s, this, I'm sorry. Early 70s. There's there so many singer-songwriters that came out in that period. Right. It's unbelievable. And then and then some something, whatever, went awry and just kind of didn't make it to that level and just was working a regular job, living in an apartment, just... Under the radar, chill. Detroit from Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. That's the yeah. hard thing to figure out, though. When you watch that, when you listen to Rodriguez's songs, you have to look it up under Sixto Rodriguez a lot of times. Yeah. So when you listen to his songs, you don't know. I don't personally understand why. Why wasn't this guy bigger than what he was? Because well, look, Nick Drake. Well, things Nick happen. Drake. No, things but happen. He's, like he's, not, Drake, he's, you know? he's not even as big as Nick Drake, though. He's he's not nearly as big. That's but, why but, I had but, never heard but, of this. But, but, Nick, Drake, but Nick Drake is a perfect example that really he didn't come popular until Volkswagen used Pink Moon as a commercial song, and that was 40, 30, 40 years you, after his death. You can, no throw, one, 
you can throw a bunch of guys out there, yeah. but but he's the biggest mystery of right. them to me. I think Nick Drake's a great songwriter. I think that Tim Buckley is a great songwriter, Same. but this guy is a level above them. I mean, he is. Well, he's, that's why they he's said on par with Bob Dylan. That's you what everybody so? said. He was yeah. supposed no, to be this, I, I, I totally, this amazing uh, artist, and so I've never even heard this guy's name. Right? I've never even heard woo. of this Rodriguez guy. And the guys. producers that he worked with. I mean. He was doing what Marvin Gaye would eventually do a few years later. See, Man, Joe, Joe took a lot out of yes. this. He did. He well, did. And so, so he just, you know, his, his, he didn't make it or whatever. So he's living in a little dumpy apartment, construction worker. But are we going to wait maybe till the next segment? Yeah, so let's, what let's, let's, let's take a break. Journey? Let's take a break. But I got to get back to this on par with Bob Dylan thing and my my thoughts on folk music. We continue oh, our no. dark side of the stream next on 104.7 The Cave. Springfield's Pure Classic Rock 104.7 again, Cave. Again, the sneak attack on air button. It's we didn't, we didn't give Joe any time to think no, about his documentary, by the way. He's still thinking about it. He's got time. He's got time. We're only in the, the second part of this thing. So, uh, Before we go down the, the, the rabbit hole of this incredible story of searching for Sugar Man, the subject of what we're talking about today, I, I wanted to make it very clear. My, my... How do I put this? Here we go. I am more interested in the melody and progression of a song so when it comes to folk music it's really hard for me to just hear i know and this is crazy for me to say because i love acdc and zz top they're great and there's they're a great so, folk there's artists. a simple there, folk, well, 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 no, what i'm music. trying to get here is <laughs> those guys had a formula and you know it's like was zz top same three chords same three guys all that stuff right so it's not like there's like a whole lot musically going on that's interesting in the lyrics. They're not really, I mean, talking about legs. It's not like there's a whole lot going there, right? But I enjoy it. With folk music, it just seems like it's lacking. And when it, you lean so much onto the lyrics, I'm just like, meh, eh, nah, I don't need to hear a story. If I want to hear a story, I'll read a story. So folk wow. music, I'm very particular wow. about who I like. Of course, I like Dylan. I don't think he's as great as everyone thinks he is. I think Paul Simon is on par and doesn't get enough credit. I think Paul Simon is as good, if not better, of an American songwriter as Bob Dylan. Does not get the credit he deserves. But again, it comes back to progression and melody. And two... You know, like I mentioned, Nick Drake, love Nick Drake. But again, there is weird, awesome tunings, progression, melody there. And so I, there's got to be some element of musicality to the folk music I like. Now, back to what you said about On Par with Bob Dylan. I don't have any reference for this because I don't, again, like I said, I think Paul Simon's better in my opinion. So I wouldn't say that. But you think lyrically this guy was on par, if not better than Dylan. I wouldn't say that he was better than Dylan. But, but on par. I, but, but I'd, say that, I'd say that he was, he was definitely on par with Dylan. And the and the producers that he worked with were guys that had worked with Motown people. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and, yeah. And, and that's the premise of the documentary is that he was supposed to be like the next big thing. Yeah, he was supposed to be and the next thing. It just thing. didn't pan out. So for what happened? Reason. He just didn't make any money and just, just started working a job, and that was it. I, you know, I don't know. I don't get it. I mean, I guess maybe the label didn't promote it. Cause that's a huge. I mean, thing. plenty that, things, yeah. plenty things happen thing like because this. people believe. You know, there's this belief that Nirvana came out of nowhere and they no, were big. They were when, when I when hard. I worked in radio. When, when I, I still work in radio, but when I worked in new rock radio, I was there when Nirvana came out. And I can tell you, they spent a crap ton oh, yeah. of money and they spent a crap ton of effort to make that band big. And if a record label gets behind you like that, they rarely fail. I mean, there's stories rarely. you hear all the time, especially in the 80s when, when bands were getting signed left and right, like Hollywood bands. You 
the A and R guy loves his band. I'm gonna push you guys. You guys, you guys are gonna be the next Motley Crue or whatever. That label guy gets fired before the album comes yeah, out. Exactly. You're Boom. Done. Album nobody gets shelved. In you and nobody, that's oh, it. Why did we sign these guys for? These guys, you get a different opinion. Yeah. So that kind of those stories okay. happen all the time. Also, even like local band, like the guys from my band, that they had record deal, huge record deal, and just fought with the record label, and then next thing you know, nothing gets shelved. So you get no support. You know. So back to this documentary. Um, one thing also that I, I love is the way it's shot. You know, like that eight millimeter kind of feel to it. Yeah. But when I was reading about this before we did this, I didn't know this. But most of it he shot using Super Eight. It costs a lot of money to do that, a lot of film, right? And he had backers, like I mentioned in the first segment, Swedish, British, Finnish. The reason they mentioned that is because that's where all the money came from. Oh. But eventually he started to run out of money, and the backers were like, look, we're not giving you any more money. You better finish this thing. I don't know how you do it, but you better figure it out oh, with man. what you got. Wow. So the rest of the film he shot using an iPhone with that 8mm filter wow. effect. Wow. So, Very cool so, hey man, it worked. Dude, it, I, did you know wow. when it happened? That, no, man. No, I mean, I didn't. That's I had amazing. no idea. And, and just to, to go a little deeper in the story, so this guy is supposed to be the next Bob Dylan, puts out an album, whatever reason, doesn't work out. He ends up working construction, falls off the face of the earth, basically. His album somehow gets dumped off on South Africa, some radio DJ years later, right? Twenty years no, later, it was, right? It was it, the story that they told on the on the, in the documentary was there was a, a woman who came to South Africa. She had a copy of the record, and it just got bootlegged and bootlegged and bootlegged and bootlegged, and it became all these years later. It yeah, became, it became huge. part of the zeitgeist. They were pressing off of that original copy, right? Yeah, and the you rumors know, were that this guy like died on I stage, and all these yeah, different yeah, rumors yeah, about yeah. what yeah. happened to this guy. Nobody knows who fire, he was. Shot himself. Yeah. yeah. So he's this huge artist in South Africa. Nobody knows what happened to the he guy. He doesn't even know. He that doesn't he, even yeah, know he's he has big. No idea. Yeah, and then one guy's hunt to try and find him. It's incredible. All right, we'll talk more about that when we continue the dark side of the stream next on one hundred four point seven The Cave. Jay Stevens, Joe Weston, Mike, the intern, hanging out in the studio talking about wasting time with our dark side of the stream and more importantly, searching for Sugar Man. How do you get that nickname? So I are we really His song with Sugar Man. Are we really just gonna gloss over the fact that that you don't like folk music? I never said I didn't like folk music. And then you you just I you make statements and then you move on to something else. I listen to our podcast. It is predominantly you talking. No, that's not true. <laughs> It's predominantly 20 minutes of Mike that's and Jay tossing in something We're funny. We're talking about well. Unsolved Mysteries. Of course I'm going to talk a lot because I'm super passionate going, about uh-huh, it. Yeah, because I'm the uh-huh. only one that's like super passionate about it. And you can tell Jay's going to take over this one because he's all into Sugar Man. But no, I don't dislike folk music. I just there I have a specific taste for folk music. It's like someone that says, I'm not big on red meat, but I do like, you know, uh, a good Philly cheesesteak. They're want, really specific you, about what they like. Joe, you, you don't know? want Mike to talk for 20 minutes, but then you literally open up a can of <laughs> oh, no, make him talk for 20 minutes. Exactly, yeah, you push, exactly. You pushed me to Well, it. the thing was, he, he goes, so let's let's talk about let's talk about folk music. He made his statement and then went on to something else. So <laughs> completely nobody Mike's else. Mike's like a politician, no, nobody, nobody, well, How do you feel about folk like music, Jay? How do you feel about I'm folk I'm obviously music? not a big fan of folk yeah. music, but I mean, I you can didn't appreciate. You didn't want to play Patience, that's for damn sure. Yeah, I can appreciate it. <laughs> right. I can appreciate whatever. I'm just not a big fan of it, you know? But Joe and I have had this conversation, and that is my fault, because I know where he stands, because we've had this So we've we don't need argument. to hear from Joe. No, no, no. <laughs> no. But I'll let him say, so how do you feel about folk music? I like folk music. I know you do. I do. I do. I like modern folk music, because there's a lot of great artists doing 
Uh, Good so, stuff for you. Yeah, I'm a lyrical I'm, man. You're I'm, a lyrical I'm man. A, I'm a lyric guy. I'm not a Peter Paul and Mary sort of guy. Yeah. Back to and back I, to the documentary. And I didn't. Uh, and I and I came to Dylan late in life. Uh, I didn't like Bob Dylan for a long time. I was not a Dylan fan. And then, um, what was the record that did it? Nashville Skyline. Oh, so when he actually tried to sing. When they he stopped to make, smoking yeah, and started to make singing, country record. It's a country country. Record. The funny part is I could not name you one Bob Dylan album. You know that song, Lay Lady Lay? I mean, I've heard a couple Lay of songs. But the the brass, but his new album, Rough from Rowdy Way, is, is amazing. That's what they there's say. A, there's a song on it. That I can't he, stomach it. There is a, why not? Just because I can't deal with Back it. Back to the documentary. I, can't, I just can't deal with it. There's a song, <laughs> a song on it that he's written that is a, he's trying to create it in the song. He's creating a new version of himself so that he can go on. That has all the knowledge that he has now, but is younger. Man, like a robot. And so, and so it's a Cyborg. it's a really cool song. Maybe it's he's already really cool. done that. We Android, just don't know yet. Yo, Elon so Musk. How did he get the nickname Sugarman? He, he doesn't have the nickname Sugarman. That's not his nick, That's not his nickname. He had a song, Sugarman. Did you even watch the documentary? Sugar yeah, I saw it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just so long ago. No, I'm just about so, I'm just trying to be. So this guy in South Africa goes on a hunt to try and find what happened to this guy. Is he alive? Is he dead? Whatever. And just like somehow stumbles across the guy's daughter or something in like a chat room or something. Yeah, can we get back to folk music? No, <laughs> we're gonna say we're getting pulled in a way. We can't get back to folk music. <laughs> and long story short, the dude they find him, and they're like, "You're completely famous," and he thinks that they're full. They're full of it. Like, what are you talking he about? They're like, no, you're like him. as big as Elvis in South Africa, and so he puts goes back out there and puts on a concert. Uh, you played in California. My best friend Charlie went and saw him. And I guess he continues to go to yeah, South Africa and tour he, he, he tours, now. Tours, because he sells out huge he's making, places. He's making money and doing it. It's kind of like he is uh, not making money. He is making money, but he is giving it away. Yeah. Uh, he base he lives in the same house that he's lived in for forty years, which I I believe does not have electricity. It doesn't have a telephone. Uh, he doesn't have a car. He walks wherever he goes. Just he's, does he's, construction, odd jobs. He does construction. When he comes back, he does construction. They talk to several people. The thing that I loved about the documentary was that he inspired in other people this almost poetic sense of who he is. There was a guy that he'd worked with, and the guy didn't believe that he was this big <laughs> right in and, South and he was like, he was like, yeah, Rodrigo, whatever, Rodriguez, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. And then he showed him pictures and then, you know, and then the, at the end, the guy was very poetic about who this man was and who he is that it, I was touched by it. I was touched by how people felt about this guy. And I was touched by this guy that he was totally at peace with himself. I mean, that is something I can't relate to. That's something I think that you guys can't relate to either. he, you know what might have been didn't bother him at all. Didn't bother yeah, him. Didn't, it was yeah. just cool. Didn't yeah. bother him at all. And when you listen to his records, and I did, I bought all his records last night. Wow! I, I sat there and last I just, night. I just said, yeah. I just, I just went on Discogs and I He's bought. He's got those. the full Sixto Rodriguez collection. I bought those. I bought those albums. I every song I heard on there, I was amazed by, and I was like, you know what? I need to own this stuff. I need, to, I need to have it. So I bought it and. Um, Coming to uh, Saturday Morning Vinyl Club, a Possibly. full Sixto Rodriguez yeah, yeah, uh, hour. So the documentary is Surgeon for Sugar Man. Y'all need to watch it. It's good. Make and it feel good. Before we get to our final break, Sixto is not the only one big in Africa. How's that for a tease? Ooh. Paul Simon? Yeah, Paul Simon. Hell yeah, Paul Simon all day. Hell Paul yeah, Simon. Paul Simon's. We'll get to more Dark Side of the Stream next on 104.7 The Cave.
Springfield's Pure Classic Rock, 104.7 The Cave. Mike the Intern, Joe Weston, Jay Stevens in the studio. It's the dark side of the stream. It's the today. exciting conclusion of the dark side We've of the stream. We've been talking about searching for Sugar Man. I think we all agree it was a good documentary. Yeah. Yeah, it was great really story. Good. Great Just an story. amazing feel-good story. That's yeah. what I like yeah. about it. If you haven't watched it, do it. Hopefully you watched it last week and we didn't ruin anything for you. But again, it was a well-put-together documentary from the uh, writer and director pretty much did it by himself. And then, of course, Sixto Rodriguez, the star of it, who is now massively famous in South Africa. Now, as I said before... Drink. Everybody uh, drinks. Hydrate. It's in a band called Muzzle for a number number of years. Oh, now, we're just, at, now, now we're into self promotion. You're yeah. actually wearing the shirt today. I know, too. Isn't that weird? Yeah, that is. I weird. didn't. I did not plan that. that is but weird. Uh, one of my favorite bands to be in. I love playing with those guys. And honestly, if the drummer hadn't moved away, <clears throat> Dylan, we would still be a band. But he did, and life happens. That's the way it goes. Uh, we haven't been together really for about three or four years. In the last couple years. Our band page and stuff is still active because we put music out. I mean, we put out like four records. Um, He's the new Waiting for Sugar Man. Hey, wait a minute. Searching for Mike two years ago, we started- I'm going to make a documentary. I'm going to film with my iPhone right now. About two years ago, we started getting messages from some people in Africa. Like it, at first, I was thinking, it was, "Oh, this is a spam." You know, like we're you're you're you inherited a million dollars, giving your PayPal or your card information yeah, so I can yeah, send you good money. Deal. But then they started to like increase and like randomly love your music, like broken English stuff about the record and the songs and stuff. I don't know how in the world all these people in Africa, but there have been several over the last couple of years that will randomly message us on Facebook or our website and say, we love your music. You guys need to get Africa. a new drummer and go I know, play dude, Africa. Go Africa. Yeah. I know. Go I'm thinking Africa. about it. God, can you imagine? Do it, man. Play muzzle in Africa. Do it. I don't know. Maybe one day they'll be... You'll search out my daughter or son and Searching say, "Hey, we, Mike the intern. are you the are you the guy that plays guitar and yes. muzzles? Hell yeah, we'll be yeah. there. Yeah, so Hell yeah, so we all agreed to this. We all liked this documentary. Yeah. It was all good, feel good documentary. Yeah. Searching for Sugar Man. It's on Netflix. I think. No, uh, it is not on. Netflix. It's not. On, where's it on Amazon? Uh, yeah, you do have to. I purchased it, so you guys owe me money. Oh, I thought. No, <laughs> I think I think you can find it on on Netflix too. Uh, no, I looked for it last man. night. Uh oh. Oh boy. Well, controversy. Jay. Controversy. Well, we owe, we but hey, three bucks. What, what documentary do you want us yeah, to Yeah, Joe, for what are we watching next week? week? Ken Burns Civil War. No, God. Dude, <laughs> that's, that's, like, that's like 100 hours long. It's only dude. eight. The full? Yeah, I think it's eight. eight I the think full? It's eight, eight hours? Eight or 13. Dude, you, there's no way you're I'll getting Jay to watch. There's poker. no way you can get Jay to watch eight hours of Civil I'll, War. I'll put it on So you're going to have to pick something else because I- You got to pick know. something else. Come on. Some, some, some another good documentary. Uh, I can't music think documentary. Of it. I can't think of anything. Killing uh, documentary. Killing documentary. Could could be I true can't, crime. I can't think of anything. You know what? what? I'll help you out. Oh, you I help I'll help you out. I'll help you out. Because obviously I pissed them off with the folk song Yeah, I'll be gone in the dark. Boom. Do you have HBO? I'll be gone in the dark. You have HBO? Yeah, I do. Yep. You have okay. HBO? Yeah, I already watched it. You already, already watched it, it yep. too. I've I'm, already finished I'm, the whole I'll thing. I'll be gone in the dark about the uh, hunt for the Golden State Killer and about the East Patton Area Oswald's rapist. wife. Yeah, she, like, Michelle McNamara. writing a book about yeah. it and just got and so I, deep into it. I think it's perfect, solve it. too, because it just ended, so you got a, a couple weeks ago, so you have time to finish it. If you don't have HBO, I'll go to your parents' house and watch it. I'll be gone in the dark. Joe's slash Mike and Jay's selection for next Dark Side of the Stream, guys. Have a great night and lock your windows.